Good morning, friends. We did it. We made it to Friday. Congratulations. It's Freedom Friday. I'm excited to talk to you a little bit about God's love today. Going to try to keep it nice and short and sweet for you on Friday, October 16th. God Talk with Zach on Freedom Friday. Good morning, friends. It is Friday, October 16th. So glad that you uh, have enjoyed this week's uh, recordings and excited to share with you this morning just a little bit about God's love on Freedom Friday. I kind of just like that that, that uh, alliteration, Freedom Friday. You know, from for us nine-to-fivers or, I guess, midweek warriors, you know, it, it, Fridays are a blessed day. They're a glorious day, and we're all excited about uh, today, because that brings us the weekend. So, we're going to just today celebrate, we're going to talk about, I want to share with you God's love, because I woke up today just feeling encouraged, ready to go, and share with you a little bit about some of the first things that I learned about who God is, His character, and it can be found very succinctly in one place, which is super cool. Um, whether you are a believer or not a believer, you know, whether you're, you consider yourself a Christian or not, I think it's important to understand who God is because there are a lot of thoughts and ideas about who God is. The world likes to tell you who they think God is, uh, and they like to try to, you know, sway your opinion. But I'm just going to lay it out. I'm going to let him tell you who God is. So... Um, I'm in 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Now, a lot of these verses, many of us have heard at weddings, uh, in the, the vows, because they're special. These are special words, but these are originally meant to display what love is. And because God is love, as displayed in 1 John 4, 8, whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. It, it, they are. It, you can replace love with God in every single verse here. And so I'm just going to read it to you, and then I'm going to talk about it a little bit, and we'll keep it nice and sweet for you, a nice short and sweet message. First um, Corinthians 13, verse 4, it says this. It says, Love is patient, love is kind. It does not envy, it does not boast, it is not proud. It does not dishonor others, or it is not rude. It is not self-seeking, it's not easily angered, and it keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. Love always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. Love never fails. Now what's really cool uh, about these verses, uh, other than these are some of the first verses that I memorized in the whole Bible, uh, is that if you just replace love with God or Jesus, it, it works. Like you can do that and it's absolutely true. It's the absolute truth. So uh, do that again. It says, you know, God is patient. God is kind. God does not envy. He does not boast. He is not proud. God is not rude. He is not self-seeking and he is not easily angered. God does not keep a record of our wrongs. God does not delight in evil, but rejoices in the truth. God always protects, always trusts, always hopes, and always perseveres. God never fails. 
And I just think that that is awesome. I mean, if you don't know who God is and you're trying to read the Bible, it's going to be, you're going to interpret things inaccurately, I think. And to some extent, at some point, because it does, because if you don't know and read the Bible through a lens of who God actually is and who he says he is, then that's going to, that could change your interpretation of certain verses. Okay, so uh, if, if you're new to reading, you should always use the Bible to interpret the Bible because there are going to be a lot of times, and there are people that actually think this. There are th- people that think that the Bible contradicts itself. It does not. The Bible does not contradict itself. If there is what appears to be some sort of a contradiction in the Bible, uh, you can bring it to me and I'll, 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 I'll help you work through it because the Bible is not contradictory. It's complementary. And you are able to understand what the Bible is trying to say, usually through context of other verses as well, through the context of some of the things that um, some of the other authors have said, or Jesus himself has said. And so the Bible is super useful in that sense. So when you are trying to understand the Bible, you need to know who God is. And God is love. He is love. He is patient and he is kind. Uh, God is not self-seeking. I have one always stood out to me because we're all self-seeking. And it also stands out because, you know, some people think of the Bible as this book of rules. Okay, so what are the rules for? Like if, if they, okay, let's just concede to that. What if it is a book of rules? Like what are the rules for? Is it for his good or is it for our good? Okay, so if God's not self-seeking... Whose good is it for? It's for our good. And so, a lot of times, and this is something that I would, I wish we could really change, instead of thinking of things as being right or wrong, or good or bad, look at it as, does it lead to life or does it lead to death? Because that's a very common theme. In, in, in the Bible here. The things that God does promote life. The things that Satan does promote death. Okay, so when we're thinking about some of the things we read in the Bible and some of the rules or, you know, things that are outlined in the Bible, take heart and take confidence knowing that they're not there as a burden. They're not in here just as rules and regulations that man made like a local government would do to kind of, you know, try to just please everyone and, and, that's, and, and, and make it inconvenient for some or whatever. That's not, that's not how it's done here. The reason why is because God is a good father. God is a loving father. God is a father who adores and wants to protect his kids from themselves at times. And so when you are trying to understand why certain things would be in the Bible, oh, I don't, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't really like the Bible or I don't, I'm not a Christian or whatever because sometimes I've read in the Bible that, you know, God said A, B, and C, and I just thought to myself, oh, that's crazy. It's like, well, 
Let's try to look at it from a different lens, through a different lens, and understand who God is first, and we can learn about it right here in 1 Corinthians 13, and that he is love, and that he is kind, and he's not doing it for himself. He's doing it for you and I. He is a not, he's not a self-seeking God. And he's not going to keep a record of our mistakes. Is that good news? That is awesome news on a Friday. Not keeping a record of our mistakes. Our bosses can keep records of our mistakes because that's their job. They need to make sure we're doing it right. But God is not the same way. God does not do that. And you want to know why? Because he doesn't need to. There's no need for him to do that. The blood of Jesus cleansed all. Okay, there's no, there's no list. You got the blood of Jesus, it covers all. Okay, that's the kind of God he is. He wants to forgive sin. He wants the blood of Jesus to cover over all sin. And it does. And when you accept that, when you accept that as a, as a, as a person who says, I am in need of... Uh, I need to get rid of this sin. I remember before I was a Christian, I, I, I felt it. I felt the weight. I felt the knot inside. I felt the sin. I, I just knew that I wasn't perfect, right? I think, is that easy to admit for everyone? We're not perfect. Uh, and I remember when, I, when I, I asked for forgiveness of sin, I probably wept for at least two or three minutes and felt the sin wash away. It just it washed away. The knot was gone. Because he forgave it and it was gone. It was over. I mean, he he did away with it. When when Jesus was on the cross, he some of his his last words, it is finished. It's finished. The redemption story to reconcile man to God is finished. The work is finished. All we gotta do is accept it. It's like unwrapping a Christmas gift on Freedom Friday. That's the good news, is that we can have freedom in Christ. So, I won't go on. I could go on. I'm not going to go on. I want to keep it shorter for you guys. I know I've been stretching up to about 15 minutes. So, um, just remember who God is, that he loves you, that he is patient and he is kind toward you. And we can seek him because he is a God who always listens to our prayers. And I love you guys, and I appreciate you listening this week, my first full week doing the podcast. Uh, so super grateful for all who participated and listened and excited to keep this going. So uh, start your day knowing that God absolutely loves you more than you can even imagine. If you're a parent and you think about the love for your kids, God loves you so much more than even that. So to just know... That he is a God that can be sought after. He's a God that, that you can trust. A God that you can count on. Because he loves you so much. So thanks so much for listening, guys. Happy Friday. Enjoy the weekend. And we'll talk to you on Monday. Take care.